Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. You're listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week, we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean. Well, I'm Sean. What's going on, everybody? Well, today we're going to talk about how the church is God's family, using a story from the Bible. That is correct, Julie. Now, in the past few episodes, we've been learning about the Apostle Paul and how God sent Paul to tell many people all over the ancient world the good news about Jesus or the gospel. Yeah, that's exactly what Jesus told his disciples to do, to go and tell everyone all over the world about him. That's why there are people all over the world today, including us right here, who love and trust Jesus. That's right, Sean. All because somebody went and told them the good news about Jesus. And it all started when Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to his followers in Jerusalem over 2,000 years ago. Crazy town. Right? Well, Julie, we've only covered three of the four letters that have been helping us remember some of the places Paul traveled to on his missionary journeys. I think it would feel a little incomplete to stop now, don't you think? It sure would. Do you remember those four letters and what word they spell? Oh, boy. Um, yeah, spelling has never been my strong suit. Let's see. I think it's FACE, F-A-C-E, which stands for friends who were apostles planting churches everywhere. I have no idea. It's been weeks. Oh, you started off so strong. But, Sean, we've been using the word PACE, P-A-C-E, which stands for P, Paul, A, Antioch, C, Corinth, and E, Ephesus. That's basically what I said. (laughs) Well, today we're going to be learning about Paul's third journey to Ephesus, where people got so angry at Paul and his friends for telling others about Jesus that the whole town got together and yelled at them. Whoa, whoa, what's with all the yelling, people? Paul was just trying to tell them the good news about Jesus. What was the big deal? Well, not everyone in Ephesus believed in Jesus or the one true God. Many people worshipped idols or images of gods who weren't real like the people in Athens we learned about last week. That's why Paul told the elders of the church in Ephesus to be brave and to keep telling others about Jesus even though it wasn't easy. Now, wait a minute. You did that thing again. You used one of those fancy words. Which one? Idols? Uh, No, we learned about that last week. Something about old people? Old people? Oh, elder. What? (laughs) What? As an, Sean, an elder is a leader or pastor of a church. And he doesn't have to be old. He just has to love Jesus and to take care of God's people by praying for them and teaching them everything God has said. Whoa, that's no small job. It sure isn't. So what else do elders do? Well, why don't you ask one for yourself? Because today, 
Our very special guest is an elder of a church. Our church, in fact, the Village Church. Let's all say elder together. Elder. elder. Did someone say elder? Well, hello. It's our very good friend and elder, Michael. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Julie and Sean. It's truly an honor to shepherd God's people. I'd be happy to help however I can. Well, thanks. I did not know that you were a shepherd too, Michael. There are just tons of stories in the Bible about shepherds. It's like that one time where Jesus was born. All those shepherds, you know, they were out in their field and the angels were like, whoa, excuse me, Jesus was born. Or, or, Julie, that other time where the prophet Samuel was like, yo, Jesse, do you got any more sons? Because these definitely aren't them. And then there's like David out in the field. He was a shepherd and there was all- Sean. What? Sean, I'm pretty sure Michael doesn't actually take care of sheep. He was just using a metaphor. A meta what? A metaphor. It's true, Sean. While I wouldn't mind getting out of the house for a bit of fresh air in an open field, God uses some words or phrases in the Bible, like the word shepherd, to explain or describe something else, like what I do as an elder or pastor. Pastor? But I thought you said you were an elder. I am. The two are one and the same. No, oh, I'm, I'm confused. confused. I think I know how to clear things up, you two. Let's look at the Bible together, shall we? In the New Testament, which was written in another language called Greek, the word for elder just means overseer, or someone who is responsible for taking care of something for someone else. Elders are given responsibility by Jesus, who is in charge of every church to care for a local church. So what about the word pastor? I think you mean pastor? Oh, yes, pastor. Uh, the word for pastor just means shepherd, since pastors take care of all of the people in a church by guiding them, protecting them, and feeding them regularly with God's word. Whew, that's a really big job for just one person. Thanks so much for what you do. Uh, it's my pleasure, but thankfully, I don't have to do it all alone, and you wouldn't want that anyway. <laughs> thankfully, God has given our church many different men who can take care of the church with me. Men who are responsible, good teachers, and have been loving and trusting Jesus for a long time. Oh, that's right. In our story today, Paul talks to a whole group of elders at the church in Ephesus. Paul even guided them and took care of them like a shepherd by telling them not to be afraid, but to keep telling more people the good news about Jesus. That's right. A good shepherd knows that while some things aren't easy, like sharing the gospel, even though it could get you in trouble or hurt, they're also worth it because it's through hearing and believing that good news that God saves people and brings them into his family, the church forever. Man, that's good news, even from an older elder like me. <laughs> oh, sorry, you heard that part, did you? It's all good, brother. I wear these gray hairs proudly, and I am so thankful for the many years of God's kindness and faithfulness I've seen. Well, Michael, we're thankful for you. Thanks so much for using your wisdom and experience to serve our church. Yeah, and for joining us today and sharing what you know. Of course, as elders, we're praying for you as you teach these kids, and I hope this helps you learn even more as you hear today's story from the Bible. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, 
and for the Holy Spirit who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. Amen. We have been learning about the Apostle Paul, who was a disciple or a follower of Jesus sent personally by Jesus to tell other people the good news about him. Someone who tells other people in other places the good news about Jesus or the gospel truth is called a missionary. Paul, along with other disciples and friends, took three long missionary journeys to many different places. Let's count to three. One, One, two, two, three. After Paul's second journey to Corinth was over, Paul stayed at his home church for a while. Then he and his missionary friends set out on their third journey to Ephesus, a city they traveled to once before. Let's all say Ephesus. Ready? Ephesus. Ephesus. And like Athens and many of the other places Paul visited, the people of Ephesus worshipped idols or, or little statues of false gods but they had one God they worshiped more than any other. They called this God Artemis. The people of Ephesus built a temple for Artemis so they could worship her there. They told many stories about Artemis and even though she wasn't real, the people really believed Artemis could give them bigger flocks or herds or animals or even bigger families. Some people in Ephesus made lots of money by selling idols of Artemis for people to worship in their homes, which (laughs) that made Paul very sad and very angry. He was angry because the people of Ephesus were being tricked and believing lies. And he was sad because they were confused. They didn't know the one true God who is so, so good and real. So Paul spent lots of time, more than two years, telling them about God and how God sent his son Jesus to save sinners like them. That's right, Sean. God gave many people in Ephesus new hearts that loved and trusted Jesus and brought them into his family, the church. The Bible even says that so many people believed Paul's words about God that the people who were making and selling idols of Artemis weren't even able to make money anymore because there were so many people loving and worshiping the one true living God. Booyah. Well, this made the people selling idols pretty angry. They were mad at Paul for sharing the good news about Jesus because they weren't making money anymore from selling idols. They were mad at Paul and his friends for not worshiping Artemis, who they thought was real. So they got a big group of angry people together and they started a riot. They took some of Paul's friends into a big arena where they yelled and yelled at them. Some people may have even wanted to hurt them. But Paul and his friends, they trusted God, not Artemis. And soon the ruler of the city put an end to their riot and set Paul's friends free. Paul told the elders of the church at Ephesus to keep telling everyone the good news about Jesus no matter what hard or difficult things might happen to them, because people everywhere need to hear the gospel. You see, we're all sinners, and sin separates us from God forever. So Paul reminded them to keep telling the church to love their neighbors and share the gospel with them, so God might bring even more people into his family, the church, too. Next, Paul showed the elders what to do by doing it himself. Paul knew that God was sending him to another city where he would be put in prison and hurt, maybe even killed for telling others about Jesus, but he was still going to go. Paul knew he would never see them again, which made the elders very sad. But Paul comforted them and told them to keep taking good care of the church. That's right. Let's get an even closer look at this story by reading what Paul said to these elders in Ephesus from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bibles with me. Our story today can be found in the New Testament, the book of Acts, chapter 20, verse 24. I'll give you just a moment to find it. Again, that's Acts 20, verse 24. Now remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. 
you can just listen closely. All right, is everyone ready? Acts 20, 24, Paul writes, I do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Paul wanted to tell other people about Jesus more than anything, because that's what Jesus sent him to do. God wants all people, Jews, Gentiles, everyone, to love and trust Jesus, that they can be with him forever too. Paul wanted everyone from Ephesus to the ends of the earth to know that sharing the good news about Jesus is more important than anything, even his own life. That's why over the course of his three missionary journeys, Paul was beaten, shipwrecked, he went to prison, he almost died many different times. Paul wanted everyone to know that God sent his son Jesus to be born as a baby and lived a perfect life. Jesus died on the cross for our sins and was raised to life so that everyone who loves and trusts Jesus can have a new heart and be with God forever as a part of his family, the church. That's who the church is and what the church does. The church is God's family who goes and tells others the good news about Jesus because they love God and people, even when it's really hard, even when it hurts. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. All right, let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five-second fly-through review. And our friend and elder, Michael, is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play. All right. I'm going to ask you eight questions, and you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out your answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Because here, here we go. go. Question number one. Paul went on how many missionary journeys? Three. Question number two. Paul's third journey was to a city called... Ephesus. Ephesus. Question number three. Were the people of Ephesus worshiping God or idols? Idols. 
Question number four. How many people believe Paul's words about Jesus? Many people. Question number five. Did that make everyone in the city happy? Nope. nope. People selling idols were pretty angry. Mm-hmm. Question number six. Did God rescue Paul's friends from the angry people? Yes. Question number seven. Was Paul afraid of telling other people the good news about Jesus? No. Nope. Last question. Question number eight. Paul knew people needed to hear the good news about Jesus because only Jesus came to save sinners and bring them into God's family, the... Church. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We sure hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, pray for someone you know who is loving or trusting something else more than God. It might even be you. Then pray and ask God to give you the courage to tell them, or yourself, the good news about Jesus. Go for it, no matter what it might cost you, because God uses the gospel to give people new hearts and bring them into his family forever. As we finish up our time together today, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that God is good.
Thanks for listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about how God sent Paul to the elders of the church in Ephesus, you can turn to Acts 20 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye now.